Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Nothing But a Bob Thing. Justin here. And Nathan is over here. Hello, buddy. How's it going? Oh, hey, what's what's going on? I just wanted to say hi to you. <laughs> yeah. I can't say hi to my friend. Fuck. I mean, we already you already said hi to me. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm... I don't I don't want to ruin the podcast magic for people. Now you've but but <laughs> before uh, we start recording. Yeah. Typically, we speak for somewhere between thirty seconds to several minutes. That's true. So usually, we've already <laughs> greeted each other. Okay. Um, well, that's a little bit of how the sausage is made, right there. <laughs> it's a it's a dirty, dirty, bloody, bloody process <laughs> to make a podcast. Let me assure you. <laughs> um, tonight, everyone, we are doing season two. No, God, what am I saying? Season five, episode two. Whew. Twilight Meadow. Twilight Meadow. You had me worried there for a second. (laughs) Whoa, we have gone back in time. (laughs) Do you know why I have season two on the brain? Why? Um, Well, um, as you know, we had a lovely email from one of our listeners today, uh, Danny from Canada. and she is, she found us not, not too terribly long ago, I think. And she's in season two. So she's watching each episode of Bob. She was sort of doing that anyway, but not in chronological order. Um, right. And then she'll, as soon as the episode's over, she'll go listen to our podcast about it, which is, which is awesome. And she wrote us a really, really nice email. It, it honestly, it, it took the, it took the knife out of my hand today it was one of those <laughs> i'm i guess that's good i yeah, don't know that, no that's true <laughs> so I mean, depending on what you were doing with the knife if you were supposed to be like chopping onions sure then it's counterproductive <laughs> <laughs> listeners send your favorite podcasters an email um you never know you might be saving a life or just temporarily improving someone's self-esteem so <laughs> Or saving an onion. And sense of purpose. Yeah, or an onion. <laughs> so, no, in all seriousness, uh, though, thank you, Danny. That was a wonderful email. And when you get to season five, hi. Hi from the future. Hi. Yeah, let us know if you're still listening when you get to this episode. <laughs> That'd be great. That would be an appro- That would be an, a good opportunity to shoot us another email and be like, I'm still here. That's all you... I mean, you could say whatever you want, but... That would be enough, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I would appreciate board. it. Yeah. Um, and of course, listeners, we invite you to do the same if you feel so inclined. We're always happy to get your messages. Um, Bob Niblet, Bob Niblet—that's the corn in the yeah, can. Bob Niblet. You got some Bob yeah. Niblet for us to gnaw. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, I want you to think real hard. And just list the top three beverages you think of when you think of Bob Ross. Okay. Um, I think of... I had a drink that was... It wasn't an energy drink. It was... Well, no, it was an energy drink. It was like a... It wasn't like a monster, though. It was like a chiller energy drink, but it was bright blue. And it was Bob Ross branded, and I don't know what it was, but um, it was pretty good. So I think of that. Okay. I think of tea, obviously. Okay. Sweet tea. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, third one, I don't know. He's he's a classic guy. I could see him sipping on a Coke, like a Coke classic. Okay, okay. Where where on your listing would Mountain Dew fall? Pretty low, I would think. Is he a Mountain well, Dew guy? Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Mountain Dew partnered with Bob Ross Inc. and has released a full 40-minute quote-unquote lost episode. What? Uh, not. It's not really a lost episode. Uh, using CGI to have a Bob Ross certified instructor um, painting Holy. Uh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> Holy so Wait, they paint a Mountain Dew? Uh-huh. They paint I like, believe so, yeah. Holy crap, man. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I don't know, but yeah. That sounds like a special cooking to me. I mean, you know? Uh yeah, they uh they used CGI to match up uh the video of the Bob Ross instructor with the original wow. Bob Ross. Wow. So that it looks like Bob Ross painting. It's a little creepy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That is completely wild, man. I'm I'm not a fan of this whole CGIing yeah, no. of people into things. I don't like it. Who have passed on? <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. They, they did it with um oh gosh, I'm blanking on the, the great actor's name in Star Wars. They did it with him in Rogue One. Um they've done it a few times now, haven't they? And the de aging is weird too. When they Oh I yeah. I really dislike the de aging. Yeah, like yeah. Something about the de-aging almost looks real, but not yeah. quite to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that uncanny valley thing. Um, yeah. Like they did in the in the Irishman a ton. And uh, yeah, oof, boy. that it, it throws you. I mean, it was good there. They did a good job, obviously, but like it's still weird. Yeah. So, so I'm not sure how I feel about this. Yeah. Bob Ross, Inc. signed off on it. Okay. So well, that's a yeah. good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. We but like the this. bad thing is um, creepy Bob Ross from the grave. I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I, I I don't know how I feel about it either. I mean, it brings up like weird sci-fi comparisons to me, you know, like, um, I don't know why. It, you probably didn't see the, the newer Blade Runner movie, did you? 2049? <laughs> I didn't think no. so. Yeah, no, just doesn't sound like Nathan at all. Um, <laughs> well, there's a scene in there where there uh, there's a fight in like an old casino, and they keep accidentally turning on these holograms that are all Elvis, like performing, like various ages of Elvis. And I'm like, oh man, are we gonna get to that? Where I mean, I guess they're already doing it to a certain extent, but I don't know. It's just it, it is strange. It is strange. Uh, at some point, it will happen. Yeah. At some point, we'll be able to go to the Bob Ross experience, and there will mm. be a hologram of Bob Ross painting in front of us. <laughs> I hope George has to put on, like, power gloves, though, to operate it. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> like two Nintendo <laughs> power gloves. <laughs> I don't know. We need to ask George what his budget is for hologram so that... Yeah. We know how far away they are. Hey, George, what is your budget for holograms? I know you're always, you guys are always up for a, an expansion adventure up there mm -hmm. in Muncie. So, you know, I, this is the next big thing, George. Just saying. 
Jessica, I know you're all listening. Come on, come on. Let's yeah. let's collaborate. Let's get this going. I would gladly stand there for, you know, two hours a day and interact with a Bob hologram for the enjoyment of the public. <laughs> I mean, if you guys if you guys want, you could do holograms of each of us yeah. standing off to the side, uh, wisecracking yeah. about Bob's painting. About hologram Bob's painting. So it's 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 Bob it's hologram Bob doing a painting. Uh-huh. And it's us off to the side podcasting simultaneously about, about that painting. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing, Nathan. I, I really love And then that. one <laughs> one hologram listener off to the side just it, not going, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Danny? That was an unnecessary tree. <laughs> Danny, do you want to be our hologram? Mike, you want to be our hologram? Somebody? Anybody? Thalo Dave, be our hologram? Anyone. Audio surgeon? Um, all right, let's get into it, shall we? Oh, I suppose. Okay, as previously stated... This is Season 5, Episode 2, Twilight Meadow. Mr. Ross, take us in, sir. Hi, welcome back. I'm glad to see you today. Today I thought we'd do a black canvas and we'll turn it into a painting that would look like it's done on a white canvas. And Bob has pulled the uh, palette knife Enterprise into the docking bay and we're off. Um, original air date, <laughs> January 1st. No, I can't read numbers today, Nathan. Um, That's ja- a problem. I know. J- uh, words are Do you fine. want me to handle it? No, no, I got it. January... January 9th. 9th? 9th, yeah. 1985. Uh, original air date. Original air date. So, from the get fiddle here, we've got uh, Chuckly Happy Bob. Always a good sign at the beginning of an episode. We have a black canvas painted with a flat black acrylic, though Bob promises us by the end of the episode we're going to think that this has been done on a white canvas um, rather than a white canvas. I don't want to spoil it here, but if I didn't know better, I would think it was done on a white canvas. Right? Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Mission succeeded. Mission succeeded. So flat black acrylic allowed to dry on top of that a layer of Thalo blue, um, which I guess is the brighter of the blues, right? Then Prussian blue is the darker of the blues. I believe so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That sounds that sounds about right. <clears throat> and we we begin. We create a sky. We create our clouds. Similar, you know, procedure as ever. Um, it's a nice moody sky, wouldn't you say? Yeah, the the difference this time, and we've done it a couple times, yeah. is because it's the black canvas with the blue on top of it. To create the sky, we take white. Yeah, yeah. We put white over the blue over the black, and that turns into sky blue. Right. What? Yeah. It's crazy. And and I think the, the thing the black does, it, it makes everything a little more dramatic, doesn't it? It's like... Think so, yeah. Yeah, it just—I don't know. It just has a different tone, I guess. Um, I—I I know this is this always happens, but literally every episode, for as far back as I can remember, now he does the he he beats the brush, mm-hmm. does you know does the thing, and he always it, he never ceases to crack a smile. Um, 
I know he gets joy out of it. And and, and Bob is a very zen guy, right? But like, mm-hmm. he must really love beating the hell out of that brush because every episode he's like, yes, I love this part. I mean, how many times has he said, this is the fun part? Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah. which also makes me go, hey, why, why are you painting if the part yeah. you enjoy the most is... <laughs> Cleaning up the brushes. Right. After. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, and okay, this is jumping ahead a bit, but I I, I wanted to say, you know, you, you mentioned, he says, this is the fun part. And then I noticed another phrase that is, a, it's a rather foreboding phrase for me. It, it almost triggers an anxiety reaction um, <laughs> when he says, let's have some fun. Um, oh yeah. There's usually only one thing coming when he says let's have some fun. We'll get to that later though. We'll get to that yeah. later. <laughs> it, I I'm not usually a huge fan of Bob having fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> um blue and yellow background trees with some burnt umber. Very nice. A, a lot of layering going on in this one in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, which he points out it's important to layer the trees to add depth. Yes, absolutely. In case you didn't know. Yeah. Make note of that. I I don't know if you found a better photograph of this painting, but all the ones I've I've seen, it it looks a bit blurry. I don't know if it's just like a screen capture or something. Like the one on two-inch brush is a little, it's a little blurry. Yeah, they're... There's a lot of blurriness online for this one. Yeah. I don't know that this is the most popular mm-hmm. Bob painting. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell you can tell the popularity because if you Google the the title, yeah. if it's a very popular painting, right. there will be someone selling a poster somewhere that yes. probably is not approved by the yeah. Bob Ross company. <laughs> That's correct. And <laughs> that's right. Straight straight from uh, you know, somewhere across the world, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and this does not have that on Google. <laughs> I will say there have been on Two Inch Brush, you got me back into Two Inch Brush, and God bless you. It's it's so great. Um, 22 people have uploaded their version of Twilight Meadow. And there are some standouts here. I mean, um, all right, I want to point out Chrissy Loves Bob Ross, her version of Twilight Meadow. It's It's almost a German, like, if I know painting at all, expressionistic kind of thing. Uh, it's cool. It's um, it's very, it's, it's very different. You see it, right? It's very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, very cool. I also, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there are some notable ones along the way. Um, let's see, Wendy's. I like uh, quite a bit. J Hale seven oh six. Um, I wonder if they're back from my neck in the woods. And then at the very bottom. Karen Rose with a Z. Mm-hmm. I was um, just looking at that one. <laughs> it's a great painting. Um, but I got to be honest, it gives me everything that I lack from Bob sometimes, which is namely, are those spaceships? <laughs> uh, there is a spaceship yeah. and a tentacle sticking out of yeah. the body of water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know that any of this is really directly related to the painting yeah but i enjoy it quite a bit (laughs) it's really cool i like it a lot um if you click on it there's a description i see that Uh, yeah the description sometimes at twilight in the meadow if you're quiet 
you will see what really resides in that tranquil yes. lake. Yes. Mm. Oh. And she sent a, quite a few others that look great, too. Man, oh, man. I'm loving it, Karen Rose. Um, so I just thought that deserved a mention. <laughs> um, points, <laughs> if we were reviewing your painting, Karen, uh, points to you for... Oh, that's a... That's a solid five bonus points oh, right there. Yeah, spaceships and a tentacle? Come on. Come yeah. On. Um. <laughs> Another nice thing about painting, you know, it uh, doesn't matter if you're eight or 80. It works just as well for young people as it does for us older people. Works just as well. Let's see. Um, there's a moment when he's working away at the background trees that I, I thought things were looking almost aquatic for a minute like like we were looking inside a fish tank and just seeing all the little floaty leafy things in there against the water i get that you yeah know what i'm saying yeah, yeah yeah um bob notes that he in his past has mixed more mud than anybody um, it's easy to be a mud mixer it's easy it's easy nathan we've all been a mud mixer <laughs> at one time everyone's been a mud mixer <laughs> You've mixed mud, I've mixed oh. mud, we've all mixed mud. All God's children have mixed mud, mixed mud. <laughs> Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? <laughs> um, also, I learned something this episode about the script liner brush. Um, it's a brief mention, but he says, the script liner has long bristles and it holds quite a lot of paint. There you go. Mm. I, I was unaware. It it kind of is amazing when you start thinking about the fact that we're on season five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we've really kind of never learned what any of the tools actually are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am, I'm assuming that the idea is you come in with a basic piece of knowledge like a fan brush. That's the brush that looks like a fan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah. but the knowledge that we've been given about the tools very limited. Oh, very limited, and and varies wildly. You know, like it's like certain things get talked about a lot, like palette knives get talked about mm -hmm. quite a lot, and then other things get ignored almost entirely until I don't know until some random point in the series. <laughs> you mean like the season two paint gun? That, exactly, <laughs> which we, is still a mystery. How many people have we asked about this damn paint gun? And, Way too many, yeah. and we have no answer. <laughs> still a mystery, just like that tentacle. Um, let's see. Oh, how about the scrub technique that he used a couple times um, on the on the, the meadowy path kind of thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, was that the fan brush? I think that was the fan brush. Uh, I believe so, yes. He just kind of um, scratched it in, yeah. Yeah, on in in the middle of the paying, so we've we've done the sky. We've done right. background trees, we've done trunks for the trees. Yeah. Right. Uh and then then he starts to paint this patch of patch of dirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, with this technique telling us that maybe it's an old creek bed. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's a path, or maybe it's where the deer come. Right. <laughs> right. Why are the deer going to the dirt dirt spot in the meadow? <laughs> That's a good question, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I, I support your wondering here. It's uh, <laughs> you make an excellent point. Are these dumb deer? 
Well, most deer are, I think. No, but like these are extra dumb deer. Like <laughs> they're ignoring their basic survival instincts. They're going, I'm just going to go to that that dirt spot with no grass or anything. I, I can probably live there. Um, this is apropos of, of nothing other than you mentioned wildlife. And um, But just a quick personal story. So we've had a chicken take up residence on our street. Um. It's a lovely. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's a lovely brown hen. It's a. We figured out after some research that it's a. It's a lady chicken. Um, Wait, so, this is just like a feral chicken running well, around. So I believe someone a couple streets over has chickens because we've uh-huh. seen <laughs> at least at least twice we've seen like a pack of escaped chickens in the road. Uh, By the way, we need to pause real quick <laughs> to remind everyone that we live in Nashville mm-hmm. in the middle Metro of area. the city. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. it's not Justin's not back no. in his childhood area no. where that would make sense. No. I'm five minutes from downtown. <laughs> like <laughs> I can see downtown from, from my house. Um so yeah, this chicken. Is just wandering around, and it's kind of it's kind of going between uh, probably three or four houses. Our house, it's sometimes it's pooping and sleeping on our porch at night. Um, it's uh, hiding behind my one neighbor's trash can across the street. <laughs> my elderly neighbor is feeding it, and also our the retired couple across the street they're feeding it, and they actually brought over feed for us to give to the chicken. So like we're all taking care of it. It's, it's actually kind of lovely, Nathan. It's kind of, it's amazing. your community chicken. Yeah, it is now our community chicken. I mean, I really, it's a busy street. I hope it doesn't get hit by a car, but so far it's been about a week. This chicken is just hanging. So there you go. <laughs> no eggs yet. Very curious if we get an egg, but <laughs> maybe, maybe the chicken to all the houses that feed it will come and just lay a single egg on the doormat. That would work. I'd be As fine a thank that. you. Yeah. Like one, one egg a week. I'm good. There you go. That'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll save me six cents or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to Bob though. Keep them loose. Just relax when you do this. If you're real stiff, then the leaves on your tree will look that way. Just, just be very loose and relaxed. Um, some of the highlighting he's doing on these trees with the tip of the big brush, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's the two inch, um, is, a, is amazing. I mean, he's got such a good touch with, even with a large brush like that, he's got such a light touch, man. It's just, it's, it's great. Um, I love it. He also, yeah, he, yeah sorry. He, he's a highlighting maniac on oh. this episode. Big time, big time. It's very good. And it's so good. I so after we've seen the episodes where he does the highlighting, yeah. When we see one where he doesn't do it as much, mm-hmm. I notice a difference. Right. There is a distinct yeah. difference that makes me unhappy. <laughs> I no, I I completely agree with you. Yeah. No, it's very true. Very true. Um yeah, it 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 and he's totally right. It adds so much, so much layering, so much texturing, texture, te- whatever I'm trying to say. Um, he also scrubs in the dirt along the pond that we get, mm-hmm. um, which I also thought was great. And then there's highlighting there, and it, it's just... It's well, and the pond is done the same way as the sky, because, remember, 
right. blue on black. So you're just taking some white to the water. That's it. That's it, it. It's like magic. Yep. It's, it reminds me of um, my, my kid has this coloring book thing with a, it, it's a coloring book so that they don't ruin all the furniture oh, and walls about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the magic marker that you, you just color and the color just randomly appears that, on the page. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that. It just comes out. Yeah. It's yeah. The water in the sky, I really liked and I liked the painting a great deal up until about 22 minutes. Nope. That's right. And we're, we're, we're quickly approaching that mark. Um, I wanted to give props to the camera people on this one for some amazing zoom in work. Um, and I actually, I paused the end credits at just the right time so we can say thank you, Richard Collins and Sally, uh, for your awesome camera work. Thank you both. It was great. They did very good. Did a great job. Um, while we're talking technical stuff here. Yeah. 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 Okay. So when we were at the Bob Ross experience, they talked about how like they would have to shut down the air conditioning and stuff to keep it quiet while they were recording. Yep. I don't know if I just noticed it more this time than normal, but man, the white noise was going on this. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) On this episode. Yep. Yep. I think part of that is they were, they were probably recording it to tape. Um, mm-hmm. the audio <clears throat> or I, I don't know maybe the, if they were shooting video I guess the audio is being recorded on the video as well because they probably well, weren't shooting maybe. film yeah I can't I yeah. can't imagine them shooting film so I it just it it was it felt like a very noisy quiet studio <laughs> yeah yeah you can hear the air in a room when there's nothing going on you know mm-hmm. it, it, you can well it, yeah. it reminded me of um, at a previous job I had in the office, we were near a call center, Oh, like a bunch of people taking calls. So to deaden the noise, right. They had white noise. Oh yeah. Speakers up in the ceiling. Yeah. Oh man. In the ceiling. Jeez. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you didn't notice it unless it was completely silent everywhere <laughs> and then you would hear it. And, um, that's what this felt like. It was just yeah. like they had their white noise speakers going. Just going on. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Or like the ones <laughs> like if 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 you've ever been to counseling, there's always the white noise machine on the floor outside of the office so that people might not hear you talking about your problems. <laughs> really? They put a white noise oh, yeah. machine? Oh, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, because a lot of times... um ask me why I know a lot of times the therapists will be, will like rent just an office in a building with a bunch of other therapists. And Mm -hmm. so there might be just like a wall between you and the other person in their session. And so, you know, they try to, they try to keep it private as much as they can. Hmm. I never thought about that. There you go. I learned something today. Hey, there we go. (laughs) There we go. Um, so let's talk about, let's have some fun. Um, (laughs) Oh man! Oh Bob! Twenty-two minutes. Twenty-two minutes. He says, "Let's have twenty-two some fun. minutes." Um, painting looks done. Painting looks completely finished. Love and it. A gigantic, wide, dark, fucking lumber source. <laughs> yeah, we at twenty-two minutes. I paused it because yeah. I wanted to. I knew what was coming. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, w- I looked at the time. I went, there's still about six minutes left. Yep, he's Five minutes, something time. like that. Yep. And then he said, okay, let's take some phthalo green and alizarin crimson. Black. Mix those together to make black. Right. I'm like, oh, no, there's going to be a black tree in this thing. <laughs> Um, I will give I mean it's huge it is absolutely huge it's the biggest thing in the painting Um, by far by far it's it's in the foreground it's kind of in the mid foreground it's not like right up front which I'm thankful for Um, and so I was like no come on Bob but then I then he worked on the, the bark of this tree for a good couple of minutes yeah, the painting of the actual tree took 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the fastest tree anyone's painted in right. history. Exactly. Right, right, right. And so I think he kind of saved it, though, Nathan, with all that bark work. I mean, would I prefer it not be there? Yes. Since it's the, there, you know? Yeah. The bark work was impressive. Yeah. He w- so the thing that we kept noticing when we were seeing Bob paintings in person right? is how thick the paint was. Yes. Yes. On it. And I, and there were some where I remember thinking, I wonder how intentional that was, or if that's just a thing that happens when you're painting a bunch of paint on a bunch of paint on a bunch of paint on a bunch of paint. Um, But he on this was specifically talking about how you want to layer it. So there's shadows. Right. So that, when you go to sell it, you can make a happy buck. That's right. We love those happy bucks. <laughs> and we know he did too. Um, yeah. So I think, I think all that texture kind of saves it. Um, you know, uh, th- that was where the zoom ins really came in. It was like, Oh, he just kept adding uh, highlights and bark texture and stuff. And, you know, you could see it all. It was, it was really great. So. And right, right. Here, right there. Oh, look at there. I, I know what you're saying. That Bob's messed up this time. Maybe. But I want a big tree right here. I want to show you how to make a beautiful big tree. Let's give him a big foot. No, I don't know how we went from this is a nightmare tree yeah. to... <laughs> Okay, that's a pretty good tree. Yeah, uh, but we yeah. did it very quickly. We 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 turned um, it around somehow. <laughs> we turned it around, and we get a signature on this painting, um, which I'm always happy to see. He doesn't always do it. He does it um, just to pick him apart for a minute. He does it uh, not in the water, which I get. I, it wouldn't make as much sense. He does it kind of up on the the grassy area, right in front of the giant tree. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just cool to see it in a different spot. I guess that's all I really thought about that. Yeah, I do. I do want to um, bring up what I feel like are the quotes of the episode. Okay. Yes, please. Uh, related to the tree. Okay. Uh, so Bob knows how we feel at this point. Right. It's season five. He knows everyone's reaction. He's seen his crew when he starts to paint the tree with four minutes left in the episode. Right. Um. So he paints this huge black tree. Then just goes, I know what you're saying. Yes. That mob is messed up this time. <laughs> That's right. Yep, yep, yep. But when we make a tree, we make a tree. That's right. <laughs> and he says, hey, maybe I have. <laughs> maybe I have this. Yeah, when we make a tree, damn it. 
We make a tree, all right? We're not messing around. We're going to have a tree here, okay? We're going to have a tree here, man. We're going to have a tree. (laughs) My my note was huge fucking tree, comma, very wide, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Oh, mine was just now a big-ass tree? (laughs) Like, yeah. Even my note is questioning it. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. was questioning it. <laughs> That's it. That's that. That was it. That's how we did it. Uh, other quotes? Were there other quotes? No, I mean that was that was the main one. He uh, when he started paying his water, he made a very specific point of saying, "I like water," <laughs> which well, I think we all assumed that at this I, point. <laughs> you know. If there's, I, I, guys, I like water. <coughs> oh, Bob. <laughs> Such a classy man. Uh, anything else to say about Twilight Meadow? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it's either. a big tree. <laughs> it's a big tree. Um, it's, it's a big tree. Colorful painting, <laughs> big tree, uh, scrubbing, good stuff. Yeah. Lots of texture. Uh, yeah, let's rate this sucker. What do you say? Oh, I suppose we can do that. For those who have never listened to an episode and randomly decided to jump into Season 5, Episode (laughs) 2... Welcome, but why? (laughs) You're confusing. Uh, We rate every painting in five categories, four points available in each category, bonus points awarded as we see fit, such as if there's a tentacle sticking out of the water or a spaceship in the background. Karen Rose... Uh, no bonus points. <laughs> Not for Bob, no. No. Not for Bob. Uh, so our first category, as always, is visual impact. A four would be that it has the power to wow the viewer. Right. You as the viewer are wowed. Mm-hmm. A three is it has a lasting impact on you, the viewer. A two is it holds the attention of the viewer. <laughs> and a one is the viewer has no real feelings about this. It had no impact on them. They don't care. They forgot it existed already. Whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, how do you feel? I, I have an opinion, but... I, I, I don't feel like I'm wowed. Yeah, I'm not wowed. I like it. I do like it. Um, so it's not a four, <sighs> but is it a three? I'm kind of waffling between two and three, honestly. And yeah. I maybe I'm just being very negative. No, no. I don't know that I'm going to remember this painting. I, yeah. I, boy. It, when I look at it, I'm like, it's a good painting. A it good holds painting. my attention. That's two, right? Uh, is yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Is it a lasting impact on me? Uh, and he did pull it off. It does look like a white canvas. It really does. Um, yeah. I yeah. got to agree, though. It is a two. It is a two. Yeah. As much as I want it to be a three, it's a two. Interpretation and creativity. Creativity. A four would be that it shows unique and creative interpretation, and the effort was far beyond that required with great attention to detail. Right. A three would be it shows clear understanding of what he was trying to do and an ability to think outside the box, but with more effort. The project might have been outstanding. Mm-hmm. A two is it shows some create creativity, but it looks unfinished. And a one 
is it's incomplete or lacks attention to details. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. So so one would be if he painted the sky and then just left the rest of the canvas black. Right. And then left. Yeah, that's off the table. That's not what we're yeah. dealing with. He yeah. he went out for a smoke and didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of the episode. Hey, let's be honest. He could have stayed in for a smoke in those days. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, jeez, man. I'm going to lean on you again. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling some kind of guilt or something, and I just don't want to admit, but uh, yeah, yeah. I actually am leaning towards a four. Okay. Okay, good. Okay. Um, because of the effort was far beyond that required. So yeah. the, the uh, massive gargantuan tree of our nightmares Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like the effort he put into that and the effort he put into the highlighting of, of the trunks and things like that right. was more than necessary. Right, right. I, oh, I feel like that was good. No, you're right. Yep. The effort was far beyond that required. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that that's textbook criteria meeting right there. So a four? A four. Yeah. Okay. Composition and design. Uh, Four would be, it shows and effectively utilizes knowledge of the elements and principles of design, Mm -hmm. and it effectively filled the entire space. A3 would be, it shows an awareness of the elements and principles of design, and it mostly filled the space. A2 is, it was completed, (laughs) and it partly filled the space. And a one is there's little evidence of any understanding of the elements and principles of design. The design space is somewhat used. <laughs> oh boy, um, no reason not to give it a four though, right? Like, yeah, I, I don't have anything to say against this. No, from a even with the big, yeah. even with the big tree that I don't necessarily want in the painting. Right, design wise, it works. Yeah, I just don't prefer it. Right, you can't so. argue with it though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. Okay. Next. Craftsmanship. Craftswomanship. Craftsperson. That's not what that's not what my rubric says. <laughs> Your rubric is you not can't inclusive. Just, you j- can't change the rubric. It, <laughs> it's written in stone here. Well, actually it's it's written in PDF. Uh, <laughs> that's, a four. That's like marble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a four would be that. It demonstrates a mastery of skill and a clear understanding and application of specific medium qualities, and Mm. it's beautiful and complete. Okay, okay. A three is it demonstrates skill and some understanding, and the design is pleasing and partially Mm. complete. Yeah. A two, as always, is design is fairly neat. Yeah. And a one is the design is a bit careless in creation. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I hope to give that someday, but we've never given it. Um, No. Again, I, again, I, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't see a reason not to give him a, a full points. I would agree. Yeah. I, okay. I I think all of it was good. I mean, this is a very good painting. It's a very good painting. If it's maybe it's not our favorite, maybe we're not going to remember it forever, maybe we're jaded. But <laughs> it but it is good. It, it just on paper, yeah. it's good. Yeah. I it takes this is a sign that it's a good painting. If he does the last minute, let's have fun. Right. And we aren't sitting here 
talking about how terrible that was. Right, right. It's a pretty good painting. No, <laughs> yes, yeah. No, I, that's a great point. You're, you're totally right about that. Yep. Finally, our last category is criteria. Yes. Uh, Justin, what were we promised for this painting? Well, okay. Um, we always look at the title, Twilight Meadow. I think we got that. It is Twilighty. It is a meadow. Done. Um, also, this concept of starting with a black canvas, but making it look like a white canvas, and I really think he achieved that. Um, I would agree. No, no question. So, th- there were no other promises, no esoteric uh, hearts are going to be happy kind of thing. I mean, that's assumed. Our hearts are always happy when Bob is involved. But I, I think full points on that. I would agree with that. Awesome. We got all of it. Um, so that gives Bob a healthy 18 out of 20. Yeah. A 90%. You that's know, an A. That's minus. great. That's great. Yep, that's an A minus. A minus. Um, yes. I, I think I think that's spot on, actually, for, for this painting. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I could have seen it being a B, a high B as well. Yeah, anything you below know? a B. Yeah, we would have been being way too harsh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, I think this is the sweet spot actually. Um, mm-hmm. And we, I don't know that we were generous, but it's just that the technical things sort of won out. You know, I mean, yeah, it is. You can't the, argue with the technical ability on this painting. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not, Nathan. <laughs> um, you need that dark area so the light shows. Need the dark. Need the dark. A lot of times when when you're painting, it begins to work so nice that you you get carried away and you cover up all your dark areas, and then all of a sudden nothing nothing will show. It doesn't stand out. Well, shoot, um, that was great. Wasn't that fun, everybody? Did everyone have a good time? We certainly hope you did. We certainly did. Um, Nathan, to get in touch with us. People, they need to have an internet connection, yes. We don't have a P.O. box as of yet. Maybe we should set one up. Um, you know, that's actually a great idea. How, I think so. Yeah. Do you rent a P.O. box? I think so. Yeah, I think you have to pay for it annually or something. How much does a P.O. box cost? Let's find out. Are we, um, we're going to figure this out. How much for a P.O. box? USPS. Mm-hmm. Reserve a new one. Oh. Hmm. We need the biggest one they have. Okay. Okay. If there are sizes. Okay. You have to apply. So You have to apply you, you to have, get a P.O. box? Yep, you do. You have to apply. You don't just walk in and go, I'd like a P.O. box, please. Nope. And they go, okay. The, the sizes. Don't get any bombs or anything here. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. The sizes range from uh, three by five and a half. Mm-hmm. All the way up to 12 by 22 and a half. I'm guessing we need that. That's the XL. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right, so we want the XL. Uh huh. I can't. It's very hard to tell what to do next. I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think now you enter your credit card information. Well, but it doesn't. Le- I think we have to get approved first. So oh, there's never a process mind. involved. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, until then, <laughs> uh, you can just reach us on Twitter. <laughs> Please. Please read at Bob <laughs> underscore thing pod pod. Yep. 
Um, you can also email us as our friend, our new friend, Danny did. Um, it is nothing, no G, but a Bob thing at gmail.com. Um, as we, as we said earlier, we love to get your, your messages, whether they're on Twitter or an email, um, whether you're from far from wide or from Canada. Um, also just wanted to say, you know, a couple, a couple of, a couple of little notes here. Uh, one, we have a, a, a new podcast as well. So we're doing three now. Our new show is called your favorite thing sucks. Um, and it's all, <laughs> it is a, uh, kind of a debate style show. It was it's Nathan's love child, brainchild. Um, it's a lot of fun. You should definitely check it out. We've got a few episodes up already. Um, also, if you are ever interested in helping out the show, this show uh, in some way, a uh, big thing you can do is just leave us a review. Whether you, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, whether that's iTunes or Stitcher or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing you can do if you're feeling super generous is you can you can make a donation. Wow, there's like a horn in the background, just as I'm tooting our own horns. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, I, w- I will, so I know that some people, yeah. the writing of reviews yes. is probably stressful because they don't know what to say. Yeah, right. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give everyone a script Excellent. here. I love it. <laughs> Great. Um, <clears throat> Wow, what a podcast. Five stars. If I could give this 11, I would. Just write that Done. over and over. Yeah, you don't You don't have to write a lot, actually. Just a little something like that is perfect. Um, that Nathan sounds dreamy. <laughs> Boy, I would sure like to share a can of corn niblets with him. Um, Nathan gets 13 stars. Justin's about... Yeah, six. <laughs> I like it. I would take it as long as we get that five stars. That's a, the right. <laughs> whatever. Whatever works. Um, Actually, I would really like someone to take our rubric. Yeah. Oh. And do a review oh. of the podcast based on the rubric. Nathan. Yes. Like you'd have to interpret it into audio form. Right. But you know, as as long as we pull out a solid B, I'd be happy with that. It. That is actually, <laughs> that is pretty genius, dude. Wow. You're full of good ideas tonight. Look at you. Oh, man, it happens occasionally. <laughs> well, everyone, until we meet again, um, thanks for being with us. Just remember, there are no mistakes. Even if it seems like it's a mistake, it's not. I promise you. No. It's just a happy accident. <laughs> we love you and good night.
these colors are just coming together. Don't fight them. Don't fight them. Let these things happen. Some of your most beautiful effects. <laughs> In truth, they're accidents. But don't fight them. Let them happen.